Open the Word of God with me, please, this morning to Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. In the words of a character in the Bible, after the prayer meeting that we just had, how can a man but prophesy? And so there's lots of things to be said today, and I'm looking forward to saying them to you. Hebrews chapter 2. You know chapter 1 because I've helped you appreciate it as one of the best chapters in the Bible because of its emphasis on the preeminence and glory of Jesus Christ as a complete theme for the chapter, unlike many other chapters in the Bible. You can see the first word of chapter 2 is drawing a conclusion from chapter 1. I'm going to read the first four verses of Hebrews chapter 2. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard Him? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with divers miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to His own will. Amen and amen. The first 14 verses of the book of Hebrews are about the glory and preeminent position, person, and name as the Son of God of the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, Paul wrote these Hebrew, Jewish, Israelite Christians and said, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. He's drawing a contrast between what their fathers had heard by Old Testament prophets. Because the first verse of chapter 1 makes the comparison, God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by His Son. And so therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed because the messenger to us from God are not mere prophets, but the Son of God Himself, the Lord Jesus Christ. We should give more careful, diligent, fervent, attentive heed to the things that we hear, lest at any time they should slip. If Old Testament religion slipped away from your mind and your conduct, verse 2 tells us that you got a certain recompense of reward for your sin. When it says in verse 2, the word spoken by angels, that is the Old Testament. It was delivered by angels to Moses on Mount Sinai, who in turn gave it to the people. This is not the only place in the Bible where we're told that they received the law by the disposition of angels. This is Old Testament religion. If you let Old Testament rules, regulations, precepts, or commandments slip, 
you were going to get a recompense of reward, which would be punishment for your sins against that particular covenant. If that was true then, verse 3 takes up the comparison again, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation that was first of all spoken by the Lord, the Son of God, and confirmed by the apostles that were eyewitnesses viewing Him and having the ears that heard Him preach. So instead of prophets, we have the Son of God and the apostles. And God also showed something by giving Him and them divers gifts of the Holy Ghost and the ability to perform miracles, signs and wonders with all kinds of miracles according to His own will to convince us of the serious nature of this new covenant. The Lord Jesus Christ is the head of our religion. He's every part of our religion in some respects. He's our only Savior. He's our only head. He's our only hope of eternal redemption. And we want to give Him heed. And we want to give Him heed more than that solemn assembly that gathered around the base of Mount Sinai where there was a rope sent up that if you went past that, you were killed. And if a beast went past it, it was thrust through with darts. And that mountain was altogether on a smoke and was shaking and dancing and skipping like lambs do. And there was fire. And Israel gathered around it and they heard the voice of God and it caused them to tremble. And so they asked for God to speak to them by some other means. It was one solemn assembly, but ours is greater. Ours is more solemn in the sense that the messenger to us is not an angel and it's not Moses the prophet. It's the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we get to see Him as John begins to unfold His activities in this world showing that He was indeed the Christ, the Messiah of Israel, the Son of God. And we get to read about His first miracle with all kinds of of lessons that we can take from the first 11 verses. Let us remember, and my children and youth in this church, remember that we ought to give the more earnest heed to these things than the sobriety and severity of Moses' Old Testament religion because the message is greater, the messenger is greater, the confirmation is greater. And we have it all in writing. May the Lord bless us to escape just tribulation and righteous vindication against us if we let these things slip. Let's hold them fast. Let's encourage each other to hold them fast. Let's hold fast the profession of our faith and exhort each other to do so. Let us pray. Almighty God, And Lord Jehovah, the infinite I am that I am, we thank Thee that You did not choose us for the patriarchal age of the first 2,500 years of this world's history. We thank Thee that You did not leave us under the law of Moses and the disposition of angels in giving that severe law. We thank Thee, Holy Father, for putting us in the New Testament and sending the Lord Jesus Christ, Thy only begotten Son, to declare 
glorious things of Thee are spoken, Holy Father. We thank Thee, Lord of heaven and earth, for the great salvation wrought by Your Son. We thank Thee that He has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than even the angels of heaven, for He alone is the Son of God. We thank Thee for Him. We thank Thee for John chapter 2 that we will approach shortly to see His actions, His doctrine, His perception and discernment of men be unfolded in writing for the confirmation and the increase of our faith. Heavenly Father, we believe that Jesus Christ of Nazareth is Your only begotten Son, Lord of heaven and earth, Creator of all things, our only Redeemer, our hope of everlasting life, and our perpetual intercessor at Thy right hand. We ask Thee, O Lord, that though we believe, help Thou our unbelief by increasing our faith in this place. We have come together to hear the Word of God, and by that hearing, to have an increase in our faith. Bring it forth. Make it mighty. We believe that Thou art and that Thou art a rewarder of them that diligently seek Thee. Help us today, Heavenly Father. We despise our flesh. We despise our old man. We freely confess that we are weak in our flesh. And we ask for You to strengthen us in our spirits. Forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness by His finished work in Your faithfulness and Your justness. Forgive us. O Lord, we read this passage and we know that the greater responsibility is upon us for the greater privileges of the new covenant. Forgive us and have mercy through Jesus our Lord. We pray for Your people scattered abroad. We pray for your servants that you have placed in government over us, that you will bless them, that you will keep them, that you will give them wisdom, that we might continue to have the protected, prosperous, privileged status that we do in this country. We thank thee for thy precious word. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, for inspiring it and preserving it and leaving in writing a record of Thy Son. We thank Thee for the gift of the Holy Spirit perpetually with Thy church, with us and within us, abiding and dwelling, empowering us, filling us with all joy and peace and causing us to abound in hope by merely our trust in Your promises, and His almighty power. Be with us this day. Heavenly Father, as it has been prayed already, anything that we pray for ourselves, we pray for all our brethren, scattered abroad as sheep without a shepherd, or those sheep that have been gathered together in assemblies under an under-shepherd. Be with them and bless them with everything we have asked for ourselves, that Your name might be magnified throughout the earth 
and your kingdom extended, broadened, strengthened, multiplied by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray and submit these assemblies, our lives and our future into thy hands. Amen. Amen.